Welcome to On Texas Football. It's time for our weekly segment. It's now football season, and that means every Monday we're back with Lunch with the Coach. I'm joined by Brian Irwin, two-time state championship football coach for the Lamarck Cougars. Uh, was a coach uh, across the state of Texas, whether that was in Flower Mound, in Hillsborough, uh, a bunch of different stops along the way. Uh, Brian, thanks for joining us again this season, and, and let's talk a little football today, all right? Let's do it. We're excited. It's awesome. Game week, baby. <laughs> Game week, baby. All right. Uh, what I asked Brian to do this week for us and, and what he's uh, thankfully done is ask him what he's really looking to see this week. So what does he want to see from the team to start the season? Because I think it, it, it could be a uh, a level set, right? This is what the expectations are, and this is where it's going. So, Brian, I'm going to let you go. What's the first thing you're looking to see from the Longhorns on Saturday? Well, I think, you know, every, every, most things I do in life, I like to compare to golf, you know, and even football. I love to compare to golf. I want to start with special teams. Uh, I think special teams are such a key component. It's, it's, it equates and, and uh, compares to the short game in golf. Um, we've got to be better in the kicking game. Mainly kickoffs is what I'm, what I'm most interested in. And, and last year, 30%, only 30% of our kickoffs resulted in touchbacks. And also 40% of our kickoffs last year were actually returned. That's, that's a bad stat. In, in today's day and in, in time, when, when you ought to have a kicker that can bust that thing from the 35-yard line, knock it to the goal line five yards deep, we shouldn't have to defend kickoff returns. We shouldn't have to defend that yardage and defending those return yards. And uh, we had to do that way too often. You know, 40% of the time we're having to defend a kickoff return versus somebody like Georgia, national champion. They only had to defend a kickoff return 21% of the time. Only 21% of their kickoffs were actually returned. So I want to see us do a better job with that. I know Will Stone was a freshman. I think he's gotten stronger. We've heard he's gotten stronger. Um, I'm excited to see that because there's a lot of hidden yards in there. When you give up 17 yards per return and you're giving up that many returns, you know, there's 20, 30 yards in return yardage right there that uh, that you're negative in the game. That's two or three first downs. And, and the game's all about yardage, first downs, things like that as, as uh, things progress. Um, yeah, average total return yards against us was 46. So we that that's an issue. That's that's something we've got to prevent, and and we can correct that with a great kickoff, with a, with a situation where they make a fair catch and we bust that thing through the end zone, and we don't have to defend those return yards. The second thing I would say is our punting. Our punting last year was uh, very average. Um, you look at the stats and it's not ugly. You know, we averaged 42 yards a punt uh, versus somebody like George averaged right around 45, three-yard differential. But three yards is, is huge. Going back to the kickoff thing, Will Stone averaged like 62 yards a kickoff. George averaged 63 yards a kickoff. That one-yard difference reduced their return opportunities from our 40% to their 20%. So we're, we're talking about one yard or in the punt game, three yards, that's nine feet, right? So um, we, we've got to do a better job with our punt game. We got, we got to get better. We know we got the transfer in from Stanford. I'm excited about that. So, you know, it, it may be a little uh, boring to first talk about that coming out of the gate. That's okay. 
I think coaches have to be boring sometimes. We've got to start with the special teams. We've got to be great right there. We've got to be able to kick the ball off, uh, reduce the number of return opportunities by the opponent, and we've got to be able to punt the ball better. And um, that's going to lend itself to uh, great things, I think, for us as we head into offense and defense. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's interesting. I, first of all, I love the stat comparison, not to just any team, but to the national champion. Yeah. Because, you know, a coach looks at it and someone say, well, let's, let's compare us to this team or that team. Mm-hmm. But I like the comparison to the national champion. Yeah, that makes- we're, we're trying to stack up against the best. That's what the best looks like. And, and so we know what that measurement is. And, you know, we all kind of get tired of stats. I, I'm not a huge stat guy, but at the end of the day, whether you're talking about strokes game putting and golf or you're talking about statistics in football it's real it's it's real life stuff that we've got to pay attention to and i know sark and them have paid a ton of attention to it in the off season as they as they went through spring ball and and, and now through fall camp and getting into the season yeah absolutely i, I think uh, brian i think that the return game this year is going to be better in part because of the addition of joe d camillus jeff yes. banks has always worked on punt block I mean, it's too much for one coach, one high-end coach, and not just a GA helping with special teams. You know what I mean? So you add this guy that's a 20-, 30-year NFL coach, and all of a sudden he seems to be handling the return game. I Mm -hmm. I think they're going to pop something there this year. All right, let's go to your number two point. After special teams, what are your thoughts? One more thing on special teams I do want to throw in there that's very much a positive. 100% PATs last year, Bart Auburn. We were 100%, like 55 of 55, something like that. We were 80% on field goals. So, let's, Bobby, let's, I'll take that right now. If, if, if the <laughs> season ended today, we'll take those numbers right now. 100% PAT, 80% of our field goals made. We'll take it right now and see where it gets us. So, uh, that's one more point on the kicking game. But uh, uh, leading into offense, defense, I thought about, you know, separating the two. I don't think, I don't think we can based on, where we are right now and what we saw last year. Um, I think you've got to combine them. And one of the first things I looked at was the was the total number of plays we had last year on offense per game. And we averaged about 67 plays per game. Uh, versus defensively, we had to defend approximately 74 plays per game. So it's a delta of, of seven. Uh, we're running seven fewer plays offensively than, than we're defending defensively. So that's a problem. We've got to we've got to up that number offensively. We've got to decrease that number uh, defensively. Uh, so how how do you do that? You know, and again, let's compare it to Georgia. Georgia averaged seventy plays offensively. They defended sixty plays defensively. So they were plus ten delta. And Texas so we, was and Texas was minus seven. Minus seven. We we had sixty. We averaged sixty seven plays per game, and we defended seventy four plays per game. So we've got to get to that plus delta. Does it have to get to plus 10? No, not necessarily, but we've got to get to the plus delta. We're running more plays than we're defending. So what's the problem? We all know what the problem is. It comes down to turnovers, third downs, and three and outs. And we, I, I wrote down, I call it the triple T. All right, And we know how excited we are right now about stuff coming out of the double T, right, out of, <laughs> out of, out of Lubbock and how, how excited we are seeing things there. So I, I thought, you know, we call this the triple T. And by the way, I'm going to be in Austin on Thanksgiving also. 
So, <laughs> Mr. Yormack, if you want to sit beside me, let's see what happens. Let's let's see what happens. Uh, but I'm excited about that. I'm already excited about that. Let me let let me do this real quick, and we'll get back to the triple T and talk about what you mean uh, when you say reducing our improving on those three categories. We, we want to say thank you to our sponsor. Same one again this year. She's been with us all year long. That's Laura Baker at Keller Williams Realty. Brian, she's been great to us. She's mm -hmm. great to people that she works with in and around the Austin area. If you have a property to list or you're wanting to move to from or within Austin, give Laura a shout at 512-784-0505 or reach out to her via email, laura at andyallenteam.com. We appreciate her sponsorship. Brian, tell me what you mean and, and how the triple T that you called it here mm -hmm. affects everything that you're just mentioning and what you're wanting to see out of Longhorns on Saturday. So, it's, you know, I guess it starts with turnovers. Um, from a turnover standpoint last year, defensively, uh, we created 10 interceptions, uh, four fumble recoveries. So we, we created 14 turnovers. On offense, we only committed seven interceptions versus five fumbles, so 12. So, you know, offensively, we did a great job of protecting football. You know, less than one turnover per game. Uh, fantastic. We can live with those numbers all day long. But defensively, uh, as we compare offense and defense, you know, coming off the special teams segment and coming into offense and defense and, and marrying those two together starts with defensively getting more turnovers. We've got to get a few more interceptions. Um, you know, I'll take it right now. Jalen Ford gets four more interceptions. Fantastic. But we need our corners and safeties to get more. Uh, we, we don't need our inside linebacker leading the team in interceptions. We'll, we'll take his four, but we need somebody else getting five or six. Um, and then, and then also fumble recoveries. We only, we only recovered four fumbles last year. One of those was by Keelan Robinson. So that was a special teams turnover again we'll take them we'll take all the special teams turnovers we can we can create but that means we only we only recovered three fumbles from a defensive standpoint uh, we only forced nine fumbles so we put the ball on the ground we caught we, we caused the opponent to put the ball on the ground nine times we only got four of them so you know we got to get around the ball more we some of it's a little bit of a bad luck thing some of it's we got to have more guys around the around the ball when the ball goes on the ground uh, but I think being Physical, more physical on defense, being better tacklers, being stronger, being faster, uh, being more talented uh, is going to create the fumbles that we're looking for. So, you know, again, we, we got to create more turnovers, period. Um, so that's the turnover aspect. Uh, third down standpoint, we all know you can you don't have to look at a stat. You just think back to last year. We couldn't get off the field. We just we just couldn't get off the field. And uh, it, it hurt us so many games from Texas Tech to, you know, Iowa State to, you know, Oklahoma State uh, we just, um, to Washington in the bowl game. We just couldn't get off the field. Uh, our opponent converted 41% of their third down. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Uh, opportunities. That's just way too high. I read a stat too that, that in a passing situations, uh, our opponent converts over 60% of those third downs. And like third down, medium, third, four to seven, it was a ridiculous like 70% completion rate. Uh, so, so from a third down aspect, again, I'm gonna put it back on the defense. The defense has to get off the field. We've got, we've, we've got to, you know, hold short of the chains. We got to defend the chains and, and get our rear ends off the field. So, really, those first two go more defense when we compare offense and defense. Um, uh, the, the turnovers getting more, and then third downs getting off the field. And then lastly, you know, the three and outs. I think this goes back more to the offense. I think our offense last year, when we look back, just in general, um, we would be hot and then we would be cold. Uh, we would be feast and then we would be famine. We'd go into those droughts where we would have a three and out and then we'd have another three and out and another three and out. And then all of a sudden we'd get going again. But those two, three, four, four and outs in a row, three and outs in a row, those are just killers, momentum killers. And we've got to be more consistent from an offensive standpoint. Um, you know, I don't have a goal of no more than one three and out uh, consecutively per game. In other words, we can't have two consecutive three and outs. We're going to have a three and out series. We know that. Let's don't have two in a row. That would be one of my goals. Uh, so, again, marrying all this stuff together from an offensive and defensive standpoint, turnovers are critical. Defense has got to do a better job. Offense will take the numbers right now. Uh, from a from a third down situation, we know our defense has got to get off the field. We got we got to knock that conversion rate down from forty one percent down to around fifteen to twenty percent, and then and then also the three and outs. Our our offense has got to do a great job of staying on the field, moving the chains. Let me ask you this, Brian. Uh, one of the things that that uh, we look look like Texas is going to do a little bit more that this year is throw the ball. To be mm-hmm. honest, given you lose Bijan and Roshan, that just seems like a a Yes, kind of moment, right? <laughs> That's going to probably happen. Given that, do you think that'll have a direct impact on the number of turnovers that Texas has this year? Uh, more th- more passes equals more turnovers. Yeah, yeah. Like Daryl Royal, you know, always said. I mean, it's it is what it is. There's three things that can happen to them or bad. But um, no, I, yeah, we'll probably have a few more interceptions if we're throwing the ball more. Statistics say we're going to have a few more interceptions. Um, but with that comes more explosives and, and we'll have more, more explosive plays, uh, more ability to convert on third, medium, third, long, uh, things like that. But, uh, you know, you hope not, you hope we don't have any more interceptions, but it could, you put the ball in the air. There's, there's things that can happen. Gotcha. All right. I'm speaking with Brian Irwin, two-time state championship head, uh, coach for the Lamarck Cougars. Uh, has been a high school coach around the state of Texas, was a uh, student assistant at the University of Texas, same time I was there, uh, Good all-around good guy. Brian, uh, there's one last piece to this, and, and I know you, you kind of already said it because we talked in the pregame prep for this uh, discussion. You were going to talk about explosive plays. 
I, I want to add something to that and see what your thought is. How does explosive plays and trying to create those tie into what I think is going to be a big piece of this year, an increase in overall talent on the team across multiple positions? Mm-hmm. What you know, marry those two discussions together, maybe. Uh, I don't mean to take the wind out of your sails by saying it but I, about explosives, but you already mentioned it. So yeah. let's just talk about how those two kind of combine. Well, just from a talent level, yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we've gotten more talent. We've got more skill. We've got more depth. We're not going to be sitting there with, with, you know, Xavier out there by himself with, with everybody's eyes on him. When we've got, you know, a healthy Jordan Whittington, we've got, you know, uh, A.D. Mitchell. We've got hopefully a healthy Mayor. Um, you know, J.T. Sanders, um, you know, our running backs, I still feel good about our running backs. Looking at statistics, again, you get bogged down statistics, you make the numbers look how they look, but I, it was surprising. Jonathan Brooks averaged 6.6 yards per carry. Bijan averaged 6.0. Roshan averaged 6.1. So Jonathan Brooks had a 6.6 yards per carry. He's explosive. Um, Keelan Robinson, he, we know how explosive he is. He, he's he's you know been explosive from the day he stepped on campus. So yeah, I, I know we're gonna have more explosives. Uh, I know we're gonna be able to connect down the field like we like we hoped we could last year. Like we remember Sark's offenses uh, back in the day. You know, connecting deep down the field, play action pass, uh, things like that. So um, yeah, we may base out eleven personnel. Maybe I'll throw the ball a little bit more, but we're also spreading the field. So it could open up some things in the running game uh, as well from an explosive standpoint because you can have explosives in the run and explosives in the pass. And and as we chart those, you know, one is just as good as the other. Let me ask you this. I was talking with Brian Irwin. Um, that's, that's what you're looking for is those three things, kind of special teams, uh, the focus on that, uh, the, the turnovers, third downs, and three and outs, reduction slash improvement. Yeah. And then also the explosive plays kind of – showcasing what Texas can really do. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this follow-up. What are the things that you absolutely don't want to see against Rice as you go into the Bama game? Like, is there sloppy play would be one for me, right? Pre-snap penalties, jumping off sides. One or two is one thing. Four or five is something else, right? What What are some of the things like that that you're, like, on high alert for? Um. I would say two of the three that I mentioned a while ago, I'd say turnovers, um, being sloppy there. If we if we had a lot of turnovers uh, and didn't create some turnovers, I would be very, very disappointed. And then uh, I think from um, probably a three and out standpoint, if our offense has more than one three and out uh, against Rice, that would be disappointing, you know, maybe two. But uh, we don't need to get bogged down where – Tensions get high and 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 you know we're hot and cold. We need to we need to be steady Eddie as this thing goes. And 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 with the talent level that we have, like we've talked about, line play, uh, there's there's no need not to be steady. There's no need to be in a situation where we're, we're dealing with three and outs consecutively. So I would think those those two things will be if we this time next week, you know, we come back and we go, man, we turnovers was ugly. And we had too many three and outs. That would be very disappointing. And, and I want to say this. You, you and I did this last year. We started this lunch with the coach session last year. The one thing that I will say, we can't overreact to game one. Right. If you remember last year, and the thing that I just still remember, you and I talked 
the, the, that Monday, and you said, I can't believe Jalen Ford had zero tackles. Yep. He had zero tackles against Louisiana Monroe. Yep. And you pointed that out. But then the next week started this onslaught of 10 tackles in a game in mm -hmm. a row, right? Mm -hmm. And so things can and do change over the year, but you got to have a mindset going into it that you want to be as good as you can right away. No doubt. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, that's going to be it for this week's Lunch with Coach. We really appreciate you guys. We appreciate Laura Baker with Keller Williams, our sponsor once again. Uh, but, Brian, I, I can't wait to get going, man. Next yeah, week, we're okay. going to actually talk about uh, what, you, what you're going to see on the field. And uh, if if you indeed can get next to Brett Yormark in uh, the day after Thanksgiving, I think, I think we can probably make that happen for you, bud. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. For Brian Irwin, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this week's edition of Lunch with the Coach.